Welcome to the Red Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Clark Kemp, multi-dawn author and founder of Side Street Cookie Publishing. Join me on a journey to cultivate our dream lives and careers. New episodes are published every two weeks. Um, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and a little about your journey to get where you are. Well, first off, thanks so much for having me on today, Tiffany. I really appreciate you reaching out. My name is Angela Pride, and I am a self-published author. I am an entrepreneur, a business coach, and those are, you know, more of my stronger areas. Um, I've published three books. Um, I became an entrepreneur around 2010. And I have been on this journey and it's been one heck of a journey and never set out to become an author. But, you know, that was what God had in my path. And so I've embraced that. And I've now this year published my third book, working on a fourth and fifth one. And so um, but being an entrepreneur, again, it's been a journey for me. Um, I've gone from life coaching to business coaching to leadership training and development, which is more of what I do now uh, for companies. But I definitely still have um, coaching clients as well. I just don't market that quite as much. But I still meet people that are entrepreneurs, whether they're startup or aspiring, and they seek out my help to try to get them to their next level. And then as far as my books, I've published When Women Lead, volumes one and two. And my last book was entitled Unconventional, and it is about moving past the excuses. Um, What was the moment that you realized you needed to make a change in your career and what happened to convince you to make that leap? Oh, wow. Now, Now, that's an interesting one, too, because it really was a total leap of faith. A lot of people use the term jump now. Um, I actually have a degree in biology and organic chemistry. So I was a chemist assistant for six years in corporate America, but never really set out to do that. Wanted to become a doctor, but you know, several years later, opted for the um, sciences um, field. But I just really didn't feel like, Tiffany, that I was getting uh, fed in that industry, um, you know, I definitely feel like, you know, passion and purpose definitely played a part in the fact that, you know, God, even in that industry, I, I ended up becoming a trainer. I was training um, incoming um, associates on instrumentation and how to do certain things and things like that. So the training element has definitely been a part of every job that I've had. But again, I didn't really know that that was really a strong suit for me. It was just something that I liked. I consider myself a relational leader. So anybody that came in, I could relate to them really well. I was really easy to talk to. And um, from what they tell me, a great listener. And so I decided that, okay, what does this mean? And I really started asking myself questions because I knew I wasn't happy in corporate America. And so I started asking myself questions like, why am I not happy? What am I going to do about it? And, you know, it was a little scary, of course, um, to take that leap. But I said, you know what? 
I want to be a coach. I'm already a coach. I was already coaching anybody in my inner circle. I was always the go-to person, still am the go-to person for a lot of family members and things like that. But when the coaching turn started to appear, and again, I want to say that was around 2009, 2010, I was like, I want to do that. So I actually went um, through a program out of Denver, Colorado, and I became a certified coach. And I've not turned back since. I, I, I resigned from my job and I became an entrepreneur and I started pursuing coaching clients. That's really, that's amazing. Um, do you find that um, if, you, if you put yourself in the right like position, like you, you're doing what you believe you're supposed to do, do you find that those opportunities just kind of, whether you know what you want to do or not, you just know where you're supposed to be. Do you find that those opportunities just kind of like jump out and grab you? If you allow it to, um, I, I think not enough people just, you know, working in the industry that I work in, not a, a lot of people, you know, I, I talk about this a lot, uh, Tiffany, because, you know, a lot of people are living someone else's goal for their life. Mm -hmm. And so if you're living someone else's goal for your life, then even if something's jumping out at you, you're just kind of like, no, this is what I'm going to do. My mom said I need to be a teacher. So I'm going to be a teacher and yada, yada, yada. So, but I do think that you, you get those signs and you get various hints, but it's up to you to respond to them. And right. it really does matter how you respond to them. And so I feel like when I started getting, cause the first two or three years at my, um, chemistry job, I was, I was super excited. I was, you know, I embraced it. I, I took it head on and I felt like I was doing a good job at it. But after that, it was just like, you know, my baby stopped leaping inside of me. And so again, I knew like, I'm the type of person that I'm not going to be unhappy just to be unhappy. Like I was starting to question, start to explore different things and start to really listen to that voice that was in my head saying, Hey, do this or you can do this, or you're already doing this. So to answer your question, yes. I think that those things leap out at us, but I think so many people resist. So many people avoid it. So many people are terrified to even explore it. And, you know, again, in coaching, that's kind of where I've come in and started to help people kind of start answering some of those questions for themselves. Are you looking for a steamy vampire read? Vampirotica Volume 1 is a collection of short, steamy, erotic vampire romance stories featuring stories by Serena Elizabeth, Bethany Strobel, M.J. Vago, M.F. Adele, Livia Lang, Sloan Ridge, Tara Devney Thompson, Brandy Jillian, Claire Marta, Nia Farrell, Anna Maria Gardner, and Tannis Owen. With Halloween just around the corner, you don't want to miss this exciting anthology. Vampirotica Volume 1 is now available for pre-order on Amazon for only 99 cents. Go check it out and reserve your copy today. When you're struggling, either mentally or, you know, you're trying to move to the next step and it just seems like the doors are slamming in your face. Uh, what keeps you going? What motivates you? I would just have to say, I have a drive um, that's inside of me. I, you know, when, when people ask me what motivates me, I, first and foremost, my family. 
Um, I have a pretty nice sized family. I have four um, children, one adopted child and my husband. And so everything, when I wake up in the morning, everything that I do, when I answer emails, when I make cold calls, when, you know, I answer the phone, I'm doing it really for them. I want them to, to be proud of the mother, the wife that I am, because they know me, you know, it's, it's not right. the, the mask. It's not the face. I want them to know that, you know, my wife goes hard or my mom goes hard and, and, right. and you know, <laughs> anything you put in front of her, she's going to tackle it and she's going to go get it. So Absolutely. I've received a ton of no's over my career, a ton of them. But my my mantra is always, who's going to stop me? I'm, I'm not going to quit on myself. I'm not going to give up. I don't feel like God placed this purpose and this passion inside of me for me to just lie down and say, oh, I quit. So that's that's just kind of, you know, I don't know if that's a driving force or a motivation, but I really just think it's when you're walking in your purpose, I don't really even think in a sense you really need to be motivated because I think things just happen. And the reality is you're going to get no's. You're going right. to get people who feel like, no, you're not for me. You're going to get people who are like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, you know, if, when you know that you're doing what you're supposed to do, because my fulfillment doesn't come from people. My fulfillment comes from inside of me. You know, I, I mentioned being in corporate America and feeling like my baby wasn't leaping. When right. I go out and I do trainings, when I'm on calls with coaching clients, when my husband and myself are consulting parents about their athletes or whatever, um, my the baby inside of me is leaping. That is the fulfillment that I need. I mean, obviously, yes, I want to check too, but that's not the driving force for me. It's really that inner inner me that knows that I'm walking in purpose and that I'm doing what I was put here to do. Right. Uh, I think a lot of people um, get those no's and they feel like, oh, well, that just means it wasn't for me or that means I'm on the wrong path. And I, I think that people forget that you kind of have to, you have to fight for what you want. Like just because you, you got told no, or you're trying to make a business um, get a business started and you, it, the doors are slamming in your face doesn't mean that you're on the wrong path or that it wasn't the right business for you. It just means that you need to keep going. You need to keep trying. You need to not accept no as an answer. Absolutely. And in my first book, I actually have a chapter called Never Stop at No. Um, because of just what you just said. And I think in the generation that we live in now, the world that we live in now, hard work is so underrated. Like mm -hmm. so many people, you know, we, we live in an instant society. You've got the American idols or you've got the, um, oh gosh, what is it called? Shark tank. And you've got yep. different things where people um, see and, and they assume everything is an overnight success, not realizing like places like Starbucks, it was seven years before they opened up a second store. And so absolutely never stop at no and don't allow no to deter you. Because again, you got to dig deep. You got to know why you were put here. You got to know that what you're doing is walking in purpose. And so when you look at it from that standpoint, you don't allow the nose to, I mean, again, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say you don't get discouraged, but right. you determine whether you keep going or not. You know what I mean? And I just kind of right. made up in my mind um, that I was going to keep going. And, and like I said, who's going to stop me? Right. Exactly. What do you consider your lowest uh, your lowest moment or your biggest failure? What did you learn from that moment or failure that still pushes you now? Lowest moment or biggest failure? Um, don't really 
don't really dwell there. <laughs> um, but, but only because you can't. Um, I just recently did a, a, a blog talking about stop equating failure with losing. Right. Um, or stop equating losing with failure. Like you're going to lose some, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. So I look at failure as quitting. You know, you don't, yeah. you don't fail until you're done. You don't fail until it's over and you don't fail until you throw in the towel because even everybody has failures in their life, but you have to take those failures and learn from them. You have to take the lessons. You know, I was talking to my daughter who's taking an online class right now and she was saying, um, this guy, you know, he takes off three, three points on everything that I do or he'll take off five points and I felt like, and I said, you don't learn anything when you get hundreds. Right. So when you get 97s, it makes you go back and it makes you think, you know, when we have reached perfection, I think it's time for us to be buried. Um, so <laughs> I feel like, you know, there's no such thing as a failure as long as you're still going. If you're still working towards that goal, if you are now on a different path, there is no failure until you throw in the towel and you say you quit. So for right. me, like, but, you know, I beat myself up a lot because I published my first book um, in 2015 and I didn't know anything about publishing books. And so mm -hmm. I felt like, you know, it was definitely a hard lesson that I had to learn as far as, um, being an author, but I learned from, you know, not promoting properly. I learned from not writing the momentum of my book being nominated for things and things like that. So again, no failure unless you're not learning. Right. I absolutely agree. Um, that's, that's, that's one of the things that I, that I try to make people understand is it's not a failure unless you quit, unless you just give up and walk away, then, then you have failed. But and, unless you quit, or if you don't quit, then you can always try again. You can always try something new. You can always learn something new. Absolutely. Uh, it has been my observation that confidence is severely lacking in the creative and entrepreneurial spaces. Do you struggle with confidence and what advice can you offer to encourage, encourage our listeners to build confidence? Oh, wow. I, I, I'm also a believer that, you know, true confidence comes, comes from within, mm -hmm. but I'm also um, realistic to the fact that not a lot of people know how to tap into that. Right. Um, you know, that confidence that that's deep down inside for various reasons for, you know, because they were scarred as a child, because they've been emotionally abused, because they've allowed themselves to be in unhealthy relationships or whatever. But I definitely believe that, you know, confidence is something that we all can and should be striving for, because right. if you don't believe it, how are you going to convince somebody else to believe it? And, exactly. you know, I have so many female, you know, I never wanted to work with women. <laughs> I never wanted to work with women. I never aspired to work with women, but God said, Hey, you're going to publish this book and it's going to be for women. And I said, no, I'm not. And he said, yes, you are. And I said, no, I'm not. And he said, yes, you are. And I said, guess what? If I do this, you, you're going to have to do it. Cause I'm, I'm not in it. Right. And my first book was no lie to you. It was written, published, and cover art, everything all done in eight weeks tops. Wow. So I say that to say, I'm so many women are attracted to me as a professional because of my confidence. And, you know, again, I don't take any credit for that. I just, you know, in all honesty, I just know who I am. 
And I dig, I dig into that all the time. I have to say, you know, I have just because I'm confident doesn't mean I don't have bad days. Just because I'm confident doesn't mean everything goes the way that I want it to go. But even when it doesn't, I dust myself off. I pick myself up and I say, Hey, you can do this. And you know, one of the greatest things that I've taught some clients is you've got to talk to yourself. You got to encourage yourself. You can't expect someone else to do it. Because like I said, if you don't believe it, how are you going to expect someone else to believe it? If you feel like you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, then sometimes you've got to be your own coach. Sometimes you've got to say, uh, matter of fact, a couple of days ago, I was like, Angela, you've got to get up. I was struggling right. to check emails and struggling to do some of the things that I knew I should be doing as a businesswoman. But, you know, we're in a time right now where a lot of unknowns, a lot of things are going on. People mm -hmm. are losing their lives, all sorts of stuff. And so you can easily get into a funk, especially during a time like this. But I had to say, Angela, get up. You've got to do X, Y, and Z. And when I did, when I spoke to myself with sternness and with authority, I got my butt up out of the bed and I did what I needed to do at least that day. Right. Um, the red life symbolizes your dream career and your dream life, the life and career that you've always dreamed of, worked for, and fought for. What does your red life look like? Um, I'm pretty close, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a well-renowned sought after speaker, um, you know, and I've spoken to some really nice sized crowds, but I definitely believe the best is yet to come for my life. Right. Um, I believe there's definitely more on the horizon because I, again, I just, I just know I'm not just done now. So I just think the best is yet to come, but yeah, I'll be speaking on platforms with the likes of Oprah. And oh, wow. um, I'll be speaking on, you know, platforms that with, with the likes of, um, gosh, the leadership guy, Lord, what is his name? Oh, it, I would have said Miles Monroe, but he's deceased now. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of guys and, and women out here that I aspire to, to meet one day, to talk to, to be interviewed by, maybe even to interview myself. So I definitely have some pretty high aspirations still that I continue to chase. But in the meantime, I'm just going to be the best me that I can be today, better than I was yesterday and hopefully better tomorrow than I am today. Well, that's amazing. Um, that's really cool. Um, so where can people find you online? Well, that's the good, that's the good news. I'm everywhere online. <laughs> Again, I said, my name is Angela Pride. I have a LinkedIn account. Um, you can find me on Facebook, author Angela R. Pride. My business page is also on Facebook, Coach with Pride. If you're on Twitter, I'm Coach Pride. Um, and on Instagram, I'm Coach with Pride. So I'm all over social media. I have my own podcast. It's on Podbean. It's APM Powers. And myself and my husband, we do sports consulting also where we're trying to help parents of student athletes in the, at the high school level prepare themselves better for recruitment. And we have a podcast that's on all podcast platforms, and that is CWP Sports Talk Podcast. So you guys hit me up, uh, send me a DM, send me an email at info at coachwithpride.com, and we can connect. And hopefully, if I can help, I will definitely do it. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. Thank you again, Tiffany, for having me on. I am super no excited about what you have going on here. And I just look forward to greatness coming from you as well. Thank you for subscribing to the Red Life podcast. New episodes are published every two weeks. All music was provided by Purple Planet.
If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review. It helps more than you know. Email us at sidestreetcookiepublishing at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. And you can find me, Tiffany, on Instagram at Tiffany C. Kemp, Twitter at Tiffany C. Kemp, and on Facebook at Author Clark Kemp. I'm Tiffany, and this is your Red Life.